This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's find out what Cam Rogers thinks about this weekend's U.S. Open, where the winner will get much more than just a popsicle or two. Millions at stake, prestige at stake at the L.A. Country Club on the North Course. You know Cam as the national TV sports betting host on Stadium, also host of the great Lock It In podcast on the Believe Network. Cam, I... I most people are not like me and freaks who like the darkness and the cold and everything. Are you a summer guy? You know, Jinx, I was going to say, maybe you should hang out with Aaron Rodgers, go to a darkness <laughs> retreat <laughs> yeah. at some point. You know what I mean? Right now, I am in America's hometown, Plymouth, Massachusetts. We'll be here oh. for the next month or so, taking in the sun, little Mayflower, little Plymouth Rock, drinks on the weekends. Going to be great. Well, that sounds like an awesome time, and I will also do the same. I will just do it under a, a, a heavy, heavy shade. Before we get into the specifics of this tournament, now that the dust has settled a little bit between the PGA Tour and Live Golf, and I'm sure you saw the story this morning about Jay Monahan maybe stepping away for a little bit because of health issues, do you think we will see the golfers, because Chelsea and I were just talking about this, do you think we'll see the golfers try to push this aside now and just focus on golf as opposed to the back and forth, the jostling we've seen over the past year. Yeah, I do. I think this will eventually be a side story and it may even be this week, to be frank with you. You can see the frustration a little bit amongst the players when they are still getting asked about all of this and listen, they will continue to get asked about it at least to some degree because there's so much that we don't know about this new golf entity that's going to happen in 2024, right? Right now we have a framework, but there's so much negotiation that has to happen. Scheduling, how are the live golfers going to apply to return to the PGA Tour? How are the PGA Tour players who remained loyal going to be compensated properly? There's a lot to be figured out as we go forward here. But yes, I do think eventually and maybe soon it's going to be a side story and we can get back to focusing on what is going to be a better product on the golf course as compared to if Liv and the PGA Tour were still separate. So I think in the end, we are headed toward a better time in the game of golf. All right, so let's talk actual golf. Who do you like this weekend? Breaking news. Here's your winner for the U.S. Open, Patrick Cantlay. He gets it done. Ooh. 11 of the last 14 U.S. Open winners were first-time major champions. So I think that trend continues. He has not missed a cut in the last five U.S. Opens, one of six players in this field who ranks above average in driving distance, driving accuracy, strokes gained approach, strokes gained around the green. So he's got the balance game, number one on tour in total driving as well. Very key stat here this week at a U.S. Open. Leads the tour in the all-around ranking. He was top 10 at the PGA Championship. Guys, he's got the mentality to win a major. He's a California kid. He knows this unique Bermuda grass that we will have this week in Los Angeles. So, Patrick Cantlay, go ahead and lock him in. Cam, I know a lot of people are looking at Scotty Scheffler this week just because he has the resume and has the talent, but he has experienced some real issues with the flat stick. And he's been teasing the media saying, maybe I'll switch up my putter this week. Maybe I won't. Is he worth putting a sprinkle on, especially when 
A, he's struggling, and B, you don't know what he's going to do or how he's going to try and rectify this. And C, a super short price. I mean, he's the favorite yeah. plus 650 I'm seeing, Jenks. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. I can't go there, especially when you have a guy who is openly saying to the media, yeah, yeah. I'll try this, I'll try that with the putter. Like, hello, this isn't Tinker Week. This is the U.S. Open. You can't just figure it out with your flat stick, especially two guys with a relatively unknown golf course. Nobody knows about this golf course, really, except for the players who played in the 2017 Walker Cup. Scheffler was one of those guys, but that was a while ago. We've seen some changes since then. So for Scotty, listen, he's so darn good with his ball striking that that alone can carry him to a top 10 finish, top 15 finish, but... On this golf course where you are studying on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, cramming everything in as far as the undulations are concerned of these greens, going to be really hard for Scotty Scheffler to win this week. Yeah, but the thing to me about Scotty Scheffler is the fact that he's talking about his putting isn't working, but yet he's finished in the top five in four straight tournaments. It tells me that you know, like he's still a great golfer. And I think that's built into the price. That's the bottom line for me is yeah. you are getting no bargain on Scotty Scheffler. For me, I'm thinking to myself, it's hard to go against the chalk at major championships, but you were saying it's hard for former majors winners to win this tournament. So do you think there's anybody further down the list in the odds board that's worth a play here? Who's a dark horse? Here's a super dark horse. Ready for this one? Lock of the week, by the way. Top 20, Justin Rose. But worth a sprinkle in the outright market as well. Talk about a definition of career resurgence, guys. Best iron season since 2015. Best around the green season since 2019. Same case here with his putting since 2019. So it's all coming together. He won at Pebble earlier this year. He's been really steady at the majors. Three straight top 12 finishes on the PGA Tour. 12th on tour in strokes gained total, guys. In theory, he is the 12th best player on the PGA Tour at this juncture. By the way, U.S. Open winner back in 2013 at Marion over Phil Mickelson. So Justin Rose, you're getting him at 40 to 1 at BetMGM. I think it's worth a sprinkle. We're talking with Cam Rogers, national TV sports betting host on Stadium and host of the Lock It In podcast on the Believe Network. We were also discussing Roy McIlroy, and I feel like we've discussed Rory ad nauseum because he's just been so front-facing throughout this entire ordeal. Mentally, how tired do you think he is, and how much do you think that is affecting his golf game? There's no question that there's there has to be some sort of cause and effect there. Yeah, definitely. I think we saw it at the Masters, right? When everything was mm -hmm. trending in the right direction for him. And I think mentally he just wasn't there. Missed the cut brutally at the Masters. So that was a bit odd. But Rory is playing well, relatively speaking. T9, T7, T7 across his past three starts on the PGA Tour. Played well last week in particular at the RBC Canadian Open. Four straight top nine finishes at the U.S. Open. But... Like, do you guys ever remember Rory contending at a U.S. Open in the last half decade? It's always like these back nine, uh, backdoor top tens on a Sunday, and he cashes his check for finishing T9, T7, whatever. But he's never really there on a Sunday afternoon, right? So, you know, as far as his U.S. Open record is concerned, you got to go back to 2011 at Congressional. 
on a damp, soaky golf course where Rory lapped the field. Going to be a different case here this week. Hard and crusty golf course, Los Angeles Country Club, not going to be damp and receptive. So for Rory, yeah, I think there are a lot of things that are in his head right now, and he's trying his best to deflect everything. And I think he's in better position this week as compared to before the Masters. So that's a good thing for him. All right, Cam, open-ended here. Are there any other bets that you like for the tournament? Or is there somebody who his skills don't really line up with this course and you're willing to fade him? I really love Adam Scott for a top 20 here this week, guys. Speaking of career resurgences, three top 10s in his past four starts, 15th in strokes gained total over the last 24 rounds within this field, 15th on tour off the tee, fantastic long iron player. Really like Adam Scott here this week, guys. He's played well before at the major championships, but that was more so between 2011 and 2015. We're starting to see him turn around his game. And then quickly, a fade for you. Everybody loves to talk about Max Homa. Max Homa does not have a top 10, a top 25 in a major championship. I can't go there at the short number. Can't do it. Show me a top 10 first, Max, before I bet on you. So I'm going to fade him here this week. Before we let you go, Cam, I don't think I've ever asked you this. Are you a hardcore golfer or do you golf recreationally? Are you just a huge fan of the sport? Because I, there's a lot of things I love and I maybe I suck at them. Maybe I'm great at them, usually suck at them. But do you get on the course much? I do. I played varsity in high school, so I am a bit washed up. Not as good as I once was, but I do get out there. But Jenks, golfing in Maryland is hard. It's already booked up. Everything's booked up by Monday morning. I can't do anything. You know what I mean? So (laughs) I try to get out there as much as I can. I've got my uh, Nike golf shirt going right now. So excited for some golf here in Plymouth. Well, Cam, we always love talking to you here on the show. Enjoy that little vacay up there in America's hometown. He's Cam Rogers, national TV sports betting host on Stadium, and download the Lock It In podcast on the Believe Network. Cam, thanks for being with us. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the week. You too. I'm excited about the majors. I don't watch golf week in and week out. I know you do because Jake does, but I generally, from time to time, I'll watch golf on the weekend, but then I'm all in on the majors. Oh, I watch golf against my will. I say that all the time on the show. (laughs) Sometimes I'm rewarded. Like last weekend was a great watch for a playoff for Nick Taylor. But other times I'm like, do we really need to be watching the women's amateur tour where we're watching women's college golfers? And there's nothing against that. It's just I'm not as big of a fan as my husband is of the game of golf, but The other little side note is all of this summer talk has me fainting for a summer drink. I was looking at the board. If these golfers were drinks, what would they be? Because, like, what would Brooks Kepka be? I'm trying to think of what he would be. Rory, obviously, is like a a tall drink of water. No. Brooks Kepka definitely has alcohol in there. If nothing, (laughs) it's a tall glass of water with a molly. Did you see those gifts of him at the Panthers game? No. Was he out of it? Uh, his pupils Ooh. were the size of hockey pucks. Oh, oh, you know what? That's well, way to bring that together. I'm trying to figure out what Roy would be. Maybe Roy's he got to be, be Scotch, a, right? Is he Scottish? Sco- Scotch or like a dark and or stormy. He's just going through it right now. He's Irish. I and believe. Scotty Scheffler is a Shirley Temple. Yeah. Or just like, hey, how about <laughs> some warm milk? I'll have the Scheffler, the Scotty Scheffler. Just give me some milk. Yeah. 
<laughs> Give me some of that vitamin D. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.